trying to get my inner Scott Dillmore. Yeah, about yeah. Scott Dillmore. Yeah, TNA just reminds me of the depressing person known as um, Vince Russo. So, you know. <laughs> Did he fuck them up too? Vince Russo has fucked up anything he's ever touched. <laughs> but, like, that is a topic for an entirely different uh, episode of Legend of Wrestling, but we are here, folks. This is Legend of Wrestling, episode two. Um, I've been tamed down quite a bit. My inner sheik has not awakened, so please excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> dummy. Yeah, man. It's uh, we recorded the last episode, and a whole bunch of shit went uh crazy since last time. Um, including Scott Demore's blood pressure. Scott, yeah, Scott Demore had a very impassioned uh, promo about TNA coming back, and he says it's gonna be we're gonna hear the chants across the world, and it's never fucking going away again. His promo was more passionate than the amount of energy he put into his wrestling career. So I'll give him. <laughs> credit for that what did scott do to you man he's just canadian wrestler who's retired he was trained by al snow what does everybody want i don't care who he was trained by honestly <laughs> what does everybody need not scott the board <laughs> yeah all right well tna's back that's the latest news uh they revealed it at bound for glory with that promo like it's like a two and a half three minute uh, package where like a bunch of their like the hall of well soon to be TNA Hall of Famers are uh, are in this vignette and they're all meeting like in this you haven't seen this but it's like a vignette uh, where all these like wrestlers who were famous and got popular during the TNA era of that company and they're they all meet in like the jungle and there's a Kazarian walks out of the lake with this treasure chest and he comes up and he puts the treasure chest down and they all like cut some like mini promos uh absent though from that was Christopher Daniels so he's not in this at least I missed it maybe he wasn't I missed it I didn't see him and I figured he would have a more prominent role well I believe that Christopher Daniels works for uh, AEW right right but AEW and TNA have been uh, fucking with each other for a while yes and I'm sure that if there is a Hall of Fame ceremony that he will be present 
but I'm not sure whether or not he was involved in the direct making of the promo. Probably not. Probably not. But anyway, either way, uh, none of the Hardys were in it. Um, it was just, it was the, like, the, uh, oh, what's his name was in it? Um, Eric, uh, the dude who was, <laughs> he played the, like a little bit like a crazy person back in TNA. Eric Young? Eric Young was in it, yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Does TNA's existence warrant them creating a Hall of Fame? Granted that there have been a lot of Hall of Famers that have passed through the promotion, yeah. but have they really done a significant amount of, or should I rephrase that, have they had a significant amount of, no pun intended, impact on the wrestling industry to the point where a Hall of Fame needs to revolve around that organization i mean i dare say i think ring of honor probably should have mm. it or is more deserving of a hall of fame than tna as they are now renowned as yeah they were brought they brought it back uh, to answer your question tna hall of fame uh i agree with you that it felt a little forced it's almost like um yeah they were trying to run while they couldn't even walk yet that's like telling me that OVW has a Hall of Fame. Okay, come on. That's a little harsh. <laughs> you're, you're bringing down TNA to OVW? OVW and TNA are probably, at this point, equal. They're a training ground for a bunch of people that um, Trinity aspire to TNA. be wrestlers. Trinity, uh, uh, Jimmy's, um, Jimmy's uh, wife is in there. Oh, how yeah. the mighty have fallen. <laughs> She's pretty fucking good. Anyway, um, they remind me why she's there. Oh, that's right. Well, she had the whole drama with WWE. That's what happened with that. Her, yes, and um, and Sasha me, too. And Sasha. Remind me well, how many other organizations are out there and who signed her? Okay, so you're saying she's not as talented as we, I'm perceiving her to be? No, I'm saying that obviously that there were issues there that discouraged other people from signing her. Hence why her option was TNA. But I never thought she would be that kind of uh, wrestler. Because she was always... I mean, she was the champ in WWE. She like she, she had a good run as, as champion. Look at what the Uso slide with. <laughs> By the way, is Jay married? I don't even know. Jimmy is married to her, but... I believe they both have wives, yes. Yeah, but Jay's uh, wife is not in wrestling. No. Okay, yeah, yeah. Does it want to be? Doesn't... Uh, care for the wrestling life or you know appearing on camera and that's okay too yeah yeah um tna hall of fame sting is in there which i mean i think he was the first inductee if i'm not mistaken uh back in the day but this is okay i understand why sting was inducted into the hall of fame but sting should be inducted into the wrestling hall of fame period I don't think that adding Sting to TNA's Hall of Fame adds to his prestige. At this point, him <laughs> showing up to accept that award there after he's been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, which by and he's probably in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. I believe they have a separate do they wrestling Hall what, of Fame. Which organization well. is that? It's not an organization. It's just known across wrestling. Okay, I didn't I'm know. Sure. Yeah, I'll look that up. But regardless. I mean, he's probably even going to go into the AEW Hall of Fame at some point. Just 
not because of his longevity, but because of his contributions to the rise of that organization. Yeah. I don't think that adding him to the TNA Hall of Fame is going to add any prestige. It's just kind of one of those things they have to do because it's obligatory. Sting was there for uh, a long period of time. He was. Won the world title several times. Joker Sting was invented there. Yes, that, 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 that is true. That is true. L- listen, TNA at one point was responsible for some of the better contributions of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. L- a- Aces and Eights? That was a good angle. Aces and Eights was a good angle, you know, although it's you know borrowed from other things. Um, listen, the Hardys, the Matt Hardy. And, yeah, uh, Broken, Broken Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy started there. Yeah. Started there. Yeah. So, you know, that I, I give it credit for that as well as Brother Nero and the Willow persona. Yeah. Yeah. I give them credit for being able to run with that. But then... Kurt Angle, uh, like the, his mean streak was in TNA. Yeah, Kurt Angle had a resurgence there, but I think you'll feel like that's why TNA had a, a, a resurgence after a period of time. I feel like Kurt Angle going from uh, WWE to TNA is what lifted it up during a certain period of time. Um, but yeah, there are certain things in TNA that I prefer not to remember. Um, and there are certain like things Brooke in Hogan? TNA. <laughs> yes. That that that's one of them for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Hulk, but uh, yeah, your uh, daughter should have never been on a wrestling show. Yeah. I know why you did it. I excuse you, but it was still a mistake. <laughs> it should have never been on. A... Anyway, I'm I'm being really pessimistic at the moment. I don't know if I um, had a proper amount of food before starting this podcast. Maybe <laughs> I'm off. Maybe I'm just being harsh on TNA, but. Yeah. Anyway, that's the news. <laughs> well, TNA is back. The court of Scott Demore, who forgot to have his own Demore pizza this morning. <laughs> for for TNA fans, anyway, uh, this is a rest, this is a wrestling podcast. Wait, what? I said for TNA fans, it's great news. It's great news. Yeah, they're they're, they're not happy. everyone's me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I accept that. I mean, TNA. Uh, I think I think their loyal fans are are still with them, and and they've been. They stuck it out through the impact days, um, through the days when it was owned by uh, the fucking who was that? It was he's in a band. He bought the Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. He bought he bought him. Oh, that was bad. Uh, Dixie Carter gave up the company, right? And then and then he took over. Um, Dixie Carter was I thought was was a good owner. Um, she did well for the company. Mm, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm not gonna say yes. I'm not gonna say no. I say. Jury's still out. Maybe my I'll warm up to Dixie Carter yeah. after a while, but I don't know. Something about TNA and them being back. For me to really believe that that organization is back, um, they need to... Um, the X Division needs to really be... Well, they need to actually... They just need to work on the whole organization the whole way around. The whole organization needs um, to be revamped, and they need to get better talent. I don't. I, I'm not saying that some of the talent developing there needs to go, but I am saying that like there needs to be some quality control. They need to start treating themselves yeah. like a um, like a um, a class show instead of treating themselves like the D class show of wrestling. Treat yourself like you're a WWE. Treat yourself like you're an AEW. And I get it. You don't have the funds. You're not as big. But at least conduct business like they would, and then 
and surround yourself with that kind of talent, and then maybe you've got a shot at saying TNA is back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Get yourself another AJ Styles. Find one out There's there. There's a bunch. There's definitely. Yeah, but I'm saying get yeah. yourself another franchise because that's one thing that organization's been lacking a long time. They've been lacking a franchise player. And, I mean, AJ also, we didn't even mention, AJ was, was you know, he his career took off in TNA. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's one thing that we could really um, credit them for is to, um, or rather, giving us AJ Styles. AJ Styles is one of the best of all time, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Dummy. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of LA Knight, uh, let's shift over to WWE now. We um, uh, Raw and SmackDown, they're clearly setting up Survivor Series, even though uh, 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 Crown Jewels is coming up next. Um, what do you what do you think is going on with that? We we're seeing the we're seeing the screw jobs from Jimmy and Jay on each other. Uh, we saw Jimmy do it to Jay, and uh, when he lost, they lost the tag team championships with Cody uh, to Judgment Day on Raw, and then uh, Jay returned a favor on SmackDown when Cena was about to retire, and then he said he's not, and then the, him and Solo got into it, and then Jimmy came to help, and you all saw it, and then Jay pulled him out, and he was the. Um, I think they're gonna do. That's going to be a big blow off at Mania. Uh, they've been wanting to fight each other at Mania. Um, that's one of their on their bucket list. So I, I definitely think that's going to happen. But what's happening at Crown Jewel? So let's 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 talk about that. Let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Um, okay, so Crown Jewel is coming up before Survivor Series, right? Yes, yes. Um, what are some of the uh, matches that we're looking at lined up for? I mean, I believe that. What was it that uh, Rey Mysterio and um, Logan Paul is it? Yeah, Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul. um, Set for Crown Jewel. So here's what's confirmed so far. Uh, While you look that up, I'll just touch up on Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul. Okay, yeah, do it. Um, I don't know how I feel about that match. I, I do know it's good for business. It will draw numbers. Rey Mysterio is one of the most sympathetic figures in uh, pro wrestling like literally anytime anybody turns against Rey Mysterio like they're immediately going to get a heel rub is it because and, he's small or is it because well it's a combination of things he's just his character is just good um he plays a really good uh, and he has a baby face. face yeah I mean he really does have a baby face under that mask but we don't talk about that <laughs> we don't know we don't know we, remember yeah. what happened at WCW didn't happen <laughs> you know it's it's wiped under the rug it received God the, what uh, a horrible storyline that was it received the um it received a um a brainwashing um men of black race job um <laughs> it, yeah yeah courtesy of the WWE so it didn't happen. Yeah. But anyway, no, but you're right. Um, but Rey Mysterio, just in general, makes a very good face. He always has. Um, he's always like an underdog. And usually people that are put up against them, even if they have natural talent and they draw natural heat or if they are somebody who's in need of it, it usually if you put them against Rey Mysterio, it's a good move. The problem that I see with this is, is if Logan Paul were to win this match, I don't know how good that would be for the WWE. We already have one absentee champion 
named Roman Reigns who decides to show up whenever he wants. Huh. And Sounds like someone else who used to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, the, the Brock Lesnar, but yeah. Brock Lesnar didn't do it for nearly four years. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. Um, this is like getting to overkill. But that being said, so I'm you're you want him to to drop the belt? Yes, I do want Roman. I think it's Roman. If it was up to me, I would have had him drop it before in a personal level, not a business level. On a personal level, I would have had him drop the belt at SummerSlam. But who did he find at, at Slam? Um, SummerSlam. Um, because it, it, it was matters. Jay, was it not? Did he fight Jay? Okay, let me look that up now. Uh, yeah, I I believe it was Jay because that's when after that that's when the uh, whole um, screw job happened with Jimmy and then yeah. So, in any case, um. Getting back to how this relates to Logan Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul, he, 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 don't get me wrong, the guy has vastly improved in the ring, which each and every match that he has. Yeah. He is pretty good. Um, I think Bad Bunny is better, but he is pretty good in the ring. Yeah. He does draw natural heat. Um, for a guy who doesn't have a lot of in ring experience or outside of that, the training in the WWE way, so to speak, he actually does do pretty decent promo work. Um, the title would be a good rub for him, but the problem is he would rarely be present to defend it. He's always um, off doing different ventures, such as boxing. Yeah. Or I mean, you got to give it to him. He's a great. He's a great athlete. Oh yeah, no, I have no complaints. This yeah. is not throwing any dirt on. Logan Paul's name whatsoever. Yeah. What it is, though, is, you know, we're talking about what's good for business. And with <laughs> one title that's hardly ever defended, do you want two titles that's hardly ever defended on the same show? I see. And that's the problematic situation with giving Logan Paul the title. Unless they have a different contract setting up. They're setting him up for a champion contract, which means he's got to be there for every uh, taping of or every uh, live SmackDown. That would be the plus. If he did decide to become a full-time wrestler for a period of time, or at least while he's holding yeah. the title, then I could see it being something that works. You know why I, I think that it should be the it should go that route is because Kayfabe is like 80% dead nowadays, and we don't want I, I get annoyed when I know who, what the result is going to be for a fact based on things you that you're saying like Logan is a part-time wrestler why would we give him the US title so therefore then he's got to loot not win this match right so my whole thing is let him take the fucking match you know what I mean and then and then that at least will dr create some buzz around the title and and the angle so because when we when they give you exactly what you predicted, after a while, it, it kills the the brand. It kills the 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 intrigue. I think that's true. But again, your champion has to be there in order to you know defend the title. I mean, otherwise, what's the point of having a champion? You're not bringing any prestige to a championship that's not defended. I agree with that to a degree. And that yeah. title right now really needs to be defended. 100%. U.S. title, I think, 
I think the U.S. title was that it's like it got really it, it rose to its heights when Cena had it and he did the U.S. title challenge every week, and and that's that created a lot of attention for that title. Um, so yes, I agree with you that the U.S. champion, whoever it is, needs to be there. Um, and if Ray can do it in his you know he's in his late forties or almost fifty, I think, um, then Logan can definitely do it. Um, now there is a way, and this is something that I guess we were going to talk about later in the show, but I, it's a perfect segue, so I'll bring it up now. Through episodes of SmackDown, mm -hmm. there have been hints that Santos Escobar may turn heel. Ah, yeah. Now, I don't know if they would have planned to do this at Crown Jewel, <laughs> but one way that you can make this interesting... Mm -hmm. Um, while perhaps, you know, following the route that you want to do without giving, because without completely squashing uh, Ray. I see where you're going. Is you have Escobar turn heel at Crown Jewel. Screw him at the, for the title. And thereby you give Logan Paul the heat and you give Logan Paul the, the win that people are not expecting. Yeah. Um, he in turn benefits from the win. Santos Escobar benefits from the heel turn, and Rey Mysterio loses nothing. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That's a great take. Um, you've been following that specific angle really closely um, with the Santos Escobar because I, I actually, I admittedly missed that. I missed the the hints at him trying to go on his own uh, and out of the LWO. Well, one of the biggest ones, remember was when Santos Escobar, a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown, yeah. um, was having doubts about congratulating Rey Mysterio when they faced each other and Rey Mysterio won. Right. He had that conflicted look on his face. That was the biggest hit at the turn yet. And um, then it was interrupted by um, interference. Yeah. Um, they got attacked. But, um, but yeah, that's been something that's slowly been building. Um, I don't know if um, it's going to happen, but mm -hmm. if it's going to happen, that would be one good way to happen. But um, then again, that's just one way that things could happen. That's one match that's set up for Crown Jewel. Um, yeah. Crown Jewel, what else is coming up? So Crown Jewel, yep. We got Ray and Logan Paul. Um, we got the Women's World Championship, uh, Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Raquel Rodriguez and Zoe Stark. Five-way match. Fatal five-way. Well, I'll tell you who's not winning that match is Zoe Stark. Okay, sure. That's that. But see, that's what I mean. So, you know what that tells me? When they put an obviously like more green wrestler in a reputable match like that, to me that just screams like it, it, it's just trying to give her give her um, pay-per-view money you know they're just trying to give her ple money because it's like but but it's a throwaway it's a throwaway how they can save this though is if they really make her shine in this match even if she doesn't win they need to give her a real like some highlight like like career highlight moments in this match well the problem yeah i agree with you the problem that they're having with zoe stark so far because she's is, not a bad wrestler she's she's got potential 
The problem that they have with Zoe Stark right now is that she is presented as a somewhat powerhouse. Mm -hmm. She's an undersized powerhouse. She's not tall, yeah. And, well, that's not necessarily an issue either. We've seen smaller wrestlers perform very well. No, I'm not saying... even win matches. But the problem with Zoe Stark in her situation is they already had her attack um naya jackson at one point no I, I believe they actually had a match when she came back yeah and naya squashed her right like you can't put a person in a high profile match on a uh, premium event yeah that's been squashed by one of the competitors yes it's like and then you put up against four people of the same power set i mean look at the people in that match you have Rhea Ripley, yeah. who runs through opponents. Mm-hmm. You have Nia Jax, who really hurts opponents. Yeah. And you all Hard watch yeah. wrestling, know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. You got Raquel. You got Raquel, who's also another powerhouse. Shayna Baszler, badass. Shayna Baszler is a shooter. She's a yeah. badass. Yeah. I mean, in real life, she probably put all four of those women to sleep and break their bones yeah for sure uh, easily so when you look at zoe stark zoe stark had to the build-up of this event unfortunately hasn't been built as a credible threat the only way that i could literally see them pulling that off if she did win it would have to be one of those cheap wins where like somebody else did all the work and zoe ran in and took the pin but how many times have we seen that in wrestling yeah no i agree so the best thing that could happen to zoe stark in this match is they give her a strong performance, mm-hmm. but they still have her lose. Let her shine. But at least let her shine. Let her have don't it. let her get pinned. Yes. Let someone else get pinned because they can. Ha- they can. They can carry that. They can take the hit to their character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would honestly not mind if ne- not Jax takes the pin because she's reckless, man. But I I know they won't do that because they're pushing her as a powerhouse right now. So um, it'll probably end up being either Raquel or Shayna that takes the pin. Which means Rhea keeps the title. I don't see Rhea dropping it yet. Yeah. Um, she's red hot right now. She's red hot. I don't know. She's o- she's only face out of that heel group. Um, she's, Anti-hero more like it. But yes, I understand. She, people, she's she, getting cheered. Yeah. She's, they enjoy her work. The mommy, the mommy angle is, is, is going over really well. Which is hilarious to me because the other half of that coin is the mo- biggest heel in the company. Which is Dominic. Well, regardless of how you look at it, face, anti-hero, villain, or heel, she's still the main face. And I don't mean that in kayfabe terms. I mean that literally. She's the face of the Judgment Day right now. Yeah, she is. So I find it really hard to see her dropping this match at Crown Jew. If anything, this would probably just build on further on her character and um the work she's done with that title plus if you've noticed outside of the ring she does a really good job of being an ambassador for the company yeah she does a really good job of appearing she on does. other people's shows and interviews and she's done a great deal of work to actually elevate the brand yep. so yeah i see it um i don't see her taking it off I don't see the WWE taking the title off of her quite yet. Right. I don't see it either. Uh, also, five-way ma- five match. Think about that number because Survivor Series is next. So these guys are all raw talents, these these ladies. Right. So uh, is that going to become a thing where then five SmackDown ladies are going to challenge them? 
we shall see what happens with that. Uh, but sticking to gr- crown. The crazy thing. One more note. The crazy thing would yeah. be if all five of them had a match, and we didn't get a clear winner because five ladies from SmackDown came and jumped them. Oh, interrupted. Back like ECW invasion. Yeah, I, I I remember that shit. That was fun. I don't know if that would happen. That's a long shot. I love that. That man. would be interesting. And on a tangent, I loved when the ECW invasion happened, and they all fucking came down with fucking uh, <laughs> um, Sabu was in that shit. Like it's the the greatest like ECW guys. They fumbled that though because there oh, was of course a lot they of the potential. That it was right. ECW light. It wasn't even like the original. But they ECW. had enough heavy hitters to make it credible. There was no Shane Douglas, and he should have been in there for sure. And RVD was there. RVD was there. No, okay. I get it, but but uh, because the Mikey Whipwreck wasn't in there. Shane Douglas wasn't in. These guys were like original. Are we talking about the original invasion? Or are we talking about the invasion storyline? Storyline after the uh, after the, the acquisition. Yeah, well, they still had heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. had Booker T. Booker T was Booker uh, T. WCW. Yeah, but he was a part of the invasion yeah, storyline. Yeah. The Booker T, the the invasion storyline, ECW and WCW yeah. had. WCW two, had less hitters from their company. Yeah, uh, come it was T. It was Buff Bagwell for like five minutes, and then it was uh, Scott Steiner. Um, yeah, I, I don't really yeah. remember many others. Sting obviously didn't come, um, but they could have used them. They brought DDP in later, but it was like, you know, it wasn't in that initial angle. They, it was a very... Well, they fired Buff Bagwell after one match. I know. I, I remember that. that but, was... you know, the reason I asked you because of distinguishment, because if you um, remember way back in the day, in the early days of Raw, um, ECW had a talent exchange with the WWE, and RVD came in there when he was Mr. Monday Night. And yeah. remember, they brought in, um, I, believe, I believe Sabu was in there. Yeah. And um, Sandman? And um, I forget if Sandman came in at that time or whatever. But they were having some cross-promotional matches yeah. with the WWE. It was like a mini invasion, but it didn't last long. No, it didn't. So, yeah. But the invasion storyline itself, yeah. I remember what you're talking about. In like 96 or some shit. It was yeah. like when, when ECW actually was its own thing and they they did like a little angle with it because i remember jerry the king lawler he like hated ecw back then and yeah Paul and his son was still wrestling grandmaster sex yeah <laughs> yeah gosh r.i.p uh, uh what else what, what, what so yeah so on? back to crown jewel so um oh we didn't even make predictions so you got ray mysterio keeping it against um, logan paul I'm going to go with Logan Paul. Okay. Now, of I course, the, the show... I'm go with Logan Paul. I don't like the... I, I said I don't, I'm not crazy about the idea if he's going to be part-time, but I'm going to go with Logan Paul. All right. That's that's cool. Now, th- this is not the full card because we're still uh, over a week away from the, the, the show, which is November 4th um, uh, in Saudi Arabia. That's going to be interesting, too, with the whole political angles of all that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, with that. well, you know. yeah, we'll see how, how that goes. Um, they've already gotten stuck in Saudi Arabia once, um, and now there's a whole ass war. Uh, let's see. So, um, Ray Mysterio. Okay, so you take Logan. I think I'll take Logan on that. But um, we can make predictions um, on the next episode because I think it'll be before the right before the pay per view. Um, uh, so Rhea, I think we agreed that she'll take it. Um, World Championship, World Heavyweight Championship, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins. I'm not crazy about this match. 
What are your thoughts? I'm not crazy about the match as a whole because I don't really see any excitement. I think the yeah, only there's no buzz um, to him. I think the only purpose of this match is to give Drew a vehicle to turn heel. Okay. Um, that's the only reason why I see them setting up this match. I, I want Seth to turn heel, man. He. I don't think that Drew is going to win. I don't. I think that he'll lose, and that's when he'll turn heel. Yeah. I think, yeah, okay. He'll, but there's no excitement, no buzz to it. There's like, no I'm excitement. Not, I'm not even, if this match wasn't on the card, I wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a good match for Saudi Arabia because the fans over there are going to eat it up uh, with the chance for the, oh. I'm not going to take anything away from either competitor either. I think that they're. Both, they're great wrestlers. No, I'm not taking that away either. But there's, the buildup to this match is really poor and. Honestly, I don't really see a purpose for this existing other than to give, again, McIntyre an excuse to turn heel. So. I, I still haven't gone over the fact that the Shinsuke angle with Seth was cut short. But anyway. No, Shinsuke, see, that's the thing. Shinsuke should have had this match at Crown Jewel. That should be him in that event. Yeah, and he's not even on and the card. And they should have ended it, you know, like, no matter who would have won that, that should have ended the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Big match, Saudi Arabia, high stakes. Title. And already some history building up to it. It would have been great. But yeah, because now if they go back to it, it's, it's it's missed. Like the Saudi Arabia is like the WrestleMania is like WrestleMania 2, basically, for for WWE. Because they're getting the same audience, but like as far as the number, the I attendance. I don't know if they get the same audience. I mean, saying like they're they're selling out a, a I mean, stadium. It is a, it is a big stadium, yes, but yeah. I don't know if people are quite as interested in the Saudi Arabia show abroad as they are in WrestleMania. I still think SummerSlam. Oh, facts, hundred percent. No, no, no. I, I from inter worldwide, yes, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying, but Saudi Arabia gets them once a year, so they save up all their money to go to that. And, yeah, no, I understand. And, you know what I mean? I understand. Even yeah. as an artist myself, it's like if I go to a different city that is not used to having performers come on a regular basis, yeah. even if they don't know who I am, they show the utmost love and they really get into the show and enjoy it. It's, it's like that with anything. I feel like because Saudi Arabia, especially a place like Saudi Arabia, gets this <laughs> event like once a year, that when they do come to town, the WWE being... Um, the ones coming to town, yeah. Um, they yeah. definitely get a lot of love from the people um, that attend the show. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so you know, we shall see what happens with that. Um, no we, other setups for any other matches so far. Uh, well, I mean, we talked about we can go back to that, but the last thing is um, LA Night Roman Reigns, it hasn't been made official yet, or has it? Did SmackDown make it official? Um, SmackDown didn't quite make it official yet, but I believe that there's going to be a contract signing next week. And oh, man. That might as well be the official. Make it more interesting, WWE. You give us the same six stories over and over. The, like, other companies do the contract signing, but it's like... See, that I like how TNA did when they would have those briefcases and they would say option A, option B, or option... The feast or fire. Yeah. That was unique. We got to give them that. They they tried to be different, and it, uh, maybe it didn't work for everyone. But I thought at least they took that risk. They didn't just go with like a proven thing. That they were like, 
because WCW did that, and that, and then they they fucking ate it at the end. But AEW doesn't do that. They do their own thing, which is great, and and so does uh. Well, um, AEW, the way they treat their signings isn't necessarily like this weird spectacle in the ring. They actually treat their signings as if it's a it's a real fight. You know, like if you were to watch somebody do a contract signing at the UFC. Yeah, and. I get it. That's their brand. That's their aesthetic. At least they own up to doing something different. And, and, I, and I don't. I don't necessarily hate WWE having contract signings, but they need to be a little bit more creative in the way that they present them. It's like next week, contract signing between wrestler A and wrestler B. They bring this cheap table, and then one or one person gets really mad and scribbles their signature on it and the other person laughs and and then they sign it and then they backstab them and they flip over the table it's just an excuse for a spot it's like who cares listen i have i just right now in the last 10 seconds as you were describing that i came up with two unique ways they can give life to the contract sign in wwe a do it in an empty arena don't do it in front of the audience. Do it before the people get there. They've had empty arena matches, which I think are great. I love those because it's different. Do that. Do the contract signing in the middle of the ring with no buzz around it. Just to the point. And if they want, then the, if they get in a fight, at least it's the aesthetics are different. You know? So that to me would be one way. Another way. That table you guys bring to the middle of the ring for it to be broken at the end. Just do that shit in the backstage area. How they did when it was JR, when he was in the WWE, and he had the Stone Cold Rock uh, 3 for WrestleMania 17. And, and, and he, uh, sorry, that was Austin Rock 2 when, when Austin turned heel. But um, I'm saying, like, they had the whole thing in the, in the backstage, and, and JR was interviewing them both, and they were just sitting there on each side of him. And, and I... That hasn't been used in WWE. And what I really would like is if they did it the way that they do boxing weigh-ins. Yeah, I'm down with that for sure. I the mean, now that's different. It's not a ring. It's not fake looking. It's not there's a table there for a setup. Yeah. But like, have them look like there's a boxing ring. Even if you're gonna have them kayfabe fight, it's like have them do the face off, do the whole yeah. thing, and all of a sudden maybe. Maybe there is a fight. Maybe there isn't a fight. You leave that unpredictable. Maybe someone spits in the face. You know, whatever. But like the the build up, the anticipation, the face off. Yeah. But it doesn't look intimidating or real when you have a little fake table in the ring that you know that they're using for a spot. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I think uh, they do that kind of already with the press conferences. And you know why they do the press conferences? AEW started doing the press conferences, and WWE realized that that is the the, the next rendition and, and, and evolution of, of what it what, has to be. Yeah, because as and now they're owned by Endeavor, so it's like they, they have more of a reason to do it. But right, yeah. but it has to be done that way because the evolution of um, you know the revolution of the sport um, is moving towards realism yeah it has been that's been the trend it's beginning more and more um you know realistic versus cheesy can't be yeah. so forth yeah. people want to see real face-offs people really want to see something convincing yeah. that resembles real life and i get it it's kayfabe i 
get it. It's choreographed, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, these are still sports performers. And at the end of the day, like if there's still an element of realism that you expect when you're watching people that are involved in a sport, like people in basketball don't hit each other, right? But they still have press conferences, yeah, yeah. you know, like you want it to be believable. Yeah, that's very true. Except when it became, <laughs> when, when the, the angle, remember Brian Pillman and, and Austin with the gun. In ninety five or ninety six, when you remember that's that? That's a different uh, level. <laughs> I know. I enjoyed the angle. By I the thought way. it was a great angle, but then they they had to backtrack because the USA was being weak about it. Well, and uh, yeah. and it wouldn't have lasted anyway because unfortunately Brian Pillman died shortly after. Which which the most inhumane thing I think Vince has done is that was the night after he brings up his, his widow. He brings that. He brings up his uh, his wife, the mother of uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and and it's uh, it has to be up there with um, going on with the show after Owen Hart's death. That's the other be, one. Yeah, it has yeah. to be right there up there with that. Hundred so. percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Vince literally will die on the gimmicky hill that he's on. Like the gimmicks for him, uh, he puts too much value on it. Where he takes it too serious, like he takes his own product. I'm not saying he shouldn't take his company seriously. Well, it was his company, but <laughs> he shouldn't have taken it so seriously to the point where he's uh, now taking out the moral code, moral compass. Well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. He's not here anymore. Yeah, he's done. Adolf McMahon has gone off Adolf elsewhere McMahon. to uh, trim his mustache. Gosh, <laughs> please do, yeah. But um, so those are the matches those for are the matches. Crown Jewels. I think uh, we've kind of gone over mostly WWE, right? Yeah. We're, we're, are we? Uh, so last thing is uh, Bianca Belair came back. Yes, that's Bianca Belair. And we talked about her last week as a as a dream match with uh, Jade Cargill. That would be good. But they haven't they haven't gone face to face yet. So no. it was Bianca. Was she she helped she helped Charlotte in in her comeback on SmackDown. Um, meanwhile, by the way, her boyfriend's a heel. They turned heel. They turned the the prophet's heel. Yeah, I, I, they've what been do you, doing that for a while. Why do you think with that? What do you think of that? Do you think it's working? I feel like people still want to cheer them. I don't feel that they did anything that really makes them feel like credible heels. If anything, they just look like people are kissing up to yeah. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and, and that that doesn't and, work. And even the reason why they're kissing up to Bobby Lashley doesn't feel believable. So. That's why people don't seem to be taking to him. I think they really like them as a promise. But even as a heel, it could have worked if it was done right. Yeah. I don't feel like it's being done. And right. they still have a chance to yeah. fix it. I think they just need to get away from the the jive in their game. They gotta switch up. They can't be like how Chris Jericho turned heel back in the day, where he would switch up his personality all the way. Well, how many times did Jericho turn heel? <laughs> I know. No, but no, no, but that's it. I, I know you know. That's a that's a credit to what he did because each and every time he found a new innovative way yeah. to not only turn heel but be a different type of heel. Yeah, and he, he there's so many versions of Jericho, right? Like and and so what I'm saying is that Le champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh the what was it called? The <laughs> the Bublé. Uh, fizzy Bublé, more for um, 
for his uh, when he won the AEW championship. And then when he was uh, tag team with uh, Sammy Guevara in AEW, he was Le Sex Gods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. So anyway, um, yes, Bianca Blair is back. Uh, let's see what what they do with that. Charlotte and her are seemingly on the same page right now. Maybe that goes into the the Survivor Series. Uh, um, Maybe they're they're going to be. Yeah, I I'm waiting to see what they do with Survivor Series on a, on yeah. that note because um, we got to see what happens. We got to see what happens at Crown Jewel before we can jump into Survivor I Series. Know. But I'll say this: I hope, really hope, this is a real wish of mine that they bring back the Survivor Series traditional matchups. I feel like this year more than ever, Survivor Series could benefit from them bringing it back, especially with all the factions and all the groups of people yeah. that are now intertwined with storylines and the dysfunction and fun it would cause. I think so. I think that'll be good. I, admittedly, my least favorite of the household uh, pay-per-views that have been around for over 25 years each uh, is Survivor Series. Out of the out of the, the main the big four, um, I honestly would say Mania's got to be number one. But a close second would even be a tie would be uh, Royal Rumble. I think Royal Rumble would be right up there because of the intrigue of the actual 30, 30 uh, person match on the women and the men's side. And then um, who's the when there's a surprise returns? Those are always intriguing to me, even as an adult. But anyway. Survivor Series, it's like... Well, they haven't done a great job with Survivor Series in the past. It has a lot of potential. A lot of potential. And there have been some classic Survivor Series. Don't get me wrong. Undertaker debut was amazing. Um, But um, if you want my order of that, it's... Yeah, no, it's similar. I mean, it's similar. The only thing I will say is it's not as close for me with Rumble and... um, Mania. And no Rumble and um, and SummerSlam, because to me I've always enjoyed SummerSlam more than the Rumble. Oh, okay. and I'll tell you why. It's there's no right or wrong answer to any of these questions, but right, of course it's I um, enjoyed SummerSlam because SummerSlam has always consistently been good. Yeah, the Rumble. I'm not saying it hasn't been quite consistently good, but the only thing that takes away from the Rumble sometimes is something you brought up earlier this week when speaking to me, and that's is. Some of the spots at the Rumble are yes. too predictable, yes. and they're running gags, and it takes away from the event. It wasn't Versus, always like that. It wasn't, but over the years, because of that, it has kind of brought the Rumble down. Yeah. But Survivor Series has always been a consistent heavy hitter. Yeah, 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 I agree. I agree. Uh, there's a new, uh, there's a new wave of household uh, PLEs now too with the WWE. You got Elimination Chamber. Is Which it? I usually enjoy the Elimination Chamber, believe it or not. Yeah. They usually have good spots. Yeah. It's and a tough match. They used to have actual, like, they didn't even have the padding mm-hmm. on that, on that, on that, what do they call it? 2,000 mile, 2,000 uh, feet of steel or some shit like that, they would call it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, no, I mean, even with the, um, the, the, with main, the, um, the original Elimination form. Chamber. Yeah. Um, matches what i like is usually it's a combination of people i know some some of them have been more predictable than others but there have been some some swerves at the right. elimination chamber which has also been good yeah but usually i like the fact that the combination of people are in the eliminated excuse me elimination chamber yeah are usually a combination of people that we often don't see get in the matchups with yeah. each other it's like remember kofi mania oh my god 
Yeah. yeah. Or remember the one where, but like... The, again, you know who's not winning the match. It's Kofi. Kofi will never win a Royal Rumble match. Because, but, uh, because of, like, it's been... They they booked him into a corner. But that year, remember, it was... No one was expecting Kofi to, like, do any damage in that match. And he was phenomenal. That's true. That's true. See, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes there's a swerve. Then there was the... There was the um, then there was a time where, like, Edge wasn't even supposed to be in the match. And yeah. then he ended up entering the match. And yeah. he ended up winning the match. Yeah. Yeah. There have been some really good yeah. swerves at Elimination Chamber. Or Mysterio or, or, entering at spots. One. Some yeah. of the spots have been really good. Mysterio coming in at number one and, and winning. That was one. Um, uh, Austin is the only one that's won it three times, I think. Elimination Chamber? Sorry, I'm talking about Rumble. See, you were talking about Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mysterio won it. Uh, you're saying Mysterio won it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, the the first one to do was Shawn Michaels. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. Shawn did it. And then the, and then the Rick Royal Flair Rumble. did it, too. Remember the, um, the yeah. year where um, I believe it was the um, it was the Bulldog and, Owen, uh, and uh, Bret Hart? Yeah. Remember the, the double touch? Yes, floor? yes. I do remember yeah, that. that was They've used that before with a couple but other. They, but that was the first time. That was the first time. And it, yeah. was, it, it was done well masterfully. at that time. Yeah. Well, it was because it was two masterful wrestlers that yeah. did it. Anyway, so uh, all the pay-per-views. Survivor Series, last thing about Survivor Series. Uh, Randy Orton is, is, is rumored to be coming back at Survivor Series. Um, they got his new merchandise already set up, so everything is lining up for him to return at, at, at Survivor Series. All he needs to do is listen to the voices in his head. <laughs> yeah. So again, which version of Randy? Is he coming back as a good guy, bad guy? His tag team partner is fired, so he doesn't even have a uh, Riddler anymore. So what's what's going to Riddler. Be... Riddler. I call him Riddler. Riddle. Riddle. Matt Riddle. Yeah. Riddler. <laughs> the Riddler. The Riddler. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> he put a Riddler... He acted like a Riddler in his own career with the whole fucking debacle at the end. But um Well nothing tops Ric Flair's helicopter, so <laughs> So Woo <laughs> Man, that's fucking Take a ride in Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's as far as um all the all the latest with WWE. Last but not certainly not least, um AW not much uh, to talk about in AEW this week. Not there? much, but um, you had Big Cass or whatever his name is, Big Bill now in AEW. Yeah, yeah new tag team. <sighs> they won the championships, but that led to the return of the one and only John Moxley. So he came back to help um, the Wheeler Yuta and um, yeah. Cassino. What's their group name though? It's BCC. BCC. Blackpool. Combat. Blackpool. B B P C Blackpool Combat. B C Blackpool. Oh, Blackpool's one word. Yeah, yeah B C C. Okay, got I it. probably fumbled on that too. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Blackpool Combat Club is back together without their leader Regal because he's back in in WWE. Um, but is he? Did he go back to WWE? He, he's in NXT again, isn't he? I I don't know. I'm asking you. Because he left. He got he he got let go by AEW. Uh, and I think Trips wanted him back in in NXT, but anyway, I could be wrong about that. I'll no, no, I mean, you, you may. I just no, I'm not saying. I didn't I'm, know if he gone back to WWE. I know. I, I just want to know where he's at right now because I like that angle with him leading that group, but I don't know why he left. What what happened with AEW that he left? Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, um. Uh, 
right now he's nowhere apparently he's uh oh there we go yeah he did Regal returned to wwe in january 2023 taking on a behind the scenes role uh of vice president of global talent development okay so yeah he's back with wwe yeah see i liked him i like that on tv angle with him leading the brian danielson and 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 moxley and yuda and and also uh what's his name now is also uh cast Cass, Cass, that's a dope that's a fire that's a fire ass group like i would not pick against that four those guys are tough now imagine if those guys had a survivor series match well vince doesn't know, own it anymore so that, it could happen i know and, that no i mean and three of them are former wwe guys no i mean like i mean i know that they own the survivor series pay-per-view but imagine if they had that style of match yeah against another group that's the big part of it is so the wwe's current rating system doesn't let survivor series shine the way it could shine mm -hmm. you know what i mean they can't have blood you know what I'm saying? Like they can't. They're they're not allowed to get headshots, which is good. Even the war games match that they put on in uh, NXT, NXT yeah. is still tame compared to past war games match. And and compare it to the AEW version of it. The AEW version is way better. Um, what is the AEW version called again? I forget. Yeah, I know. It, well, I always forget this. This is not something that just because I didn't do my homework. I always knew it. I mean, I literally watched the mat. Uh, sorry, I would literally watch the last one. With Black Bull Combat Club. I know, I know. And then, you know, with, um, oh, my favorite guys, the Young Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts. AEW <laughs> Blood and Guts is uh, is the their version of War Games. Um, obviously, it was original. War, the War Games is the original name from WCW. But my point is that when they had the, the Pillars uh, or the Pinnacle uh, match versus um, Jericho's group, Mm -hmm. I thought that was an amazing match because then um, didn't they take a deep dive off the top of the stage? I think uh, Blood and Guts has been so far yeah, pretty uh, it's a pretty aptly named event um, that lives up to its name. And here's when a, you watch it, you see some yeah. blood and you see <laughs> some guts. So, so speaking of uh, AW pay-per-views, I'm wondering what their next pay-per-view is. And when it is. Uh, well, did they have full gear yet? AEW. Uh, because I think if not, it's full gear. Because that's where MJF is slated to face uh, Jay White. Oh, right. And right, that's right. really turning out to be a really, really good angle right now in uh, AEW. Because now, um, because of the injury, um, uh, Adam Cole has not been in MJF's corner. Yeah. He's been all alone. And he has the uh um, oh yeah full gear is on november 18th so we got some time um and now now he has the um the bullet club gold after him yeah which obviously consists of the gun brothers yeah 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 and then jay white and um the gun club yeah yeah it's the gun club yeah. um and oh man, and i just and i just la it's, I lost my uh train of thought on who the fourth member was of uh of the of the club oh it's Jay White. Um, it's um, I, the guys from New Japan. I can't. 
For some reason, I'm, I'm missing your yeah, name. Yeah, well, fine. Thank God we can have a laptop right here. I uh, hate resorting to that, though. This is I know, man. I feel you. Wrestling <laughs> I feel you, bro. I, yeah. Up on this stuff. It's um, Juice Robinson. There we go. <laughs> Good, Juice Robinson. I didn't need to look. I just needed a moment. Juice right. Robinson, Jay White, and then the Gun Brothers. The Gun Brothers. Yeah, the Gun yeah. Club. Um, oh, and another major news is Sting announced that he's going to have his last match in 2024. Um and, and then he'll retire. Yeah, so. and unlike John Cena, who uses it for a cheap pop on a promo, yeah. I really think that Sting's time is coming to a close. And so, as, as sad as that is, I think it's... Uh, it's time. I mean, the, look at how old the guy is. How much more do you want him to give? But he still at takes... At the level that he gives it. But do you really want to see him decline? No, I, 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 I don't want to. He still gives his 100%, and he still does well, but it's better to go out on top. Yeah, on Dynamite, he mentioned it. He said he's announcing that he will retire from the ring in March of 2024. So That's probably when his contract's up. Either that, but it also says from retiring from in-ring. Um, well, yeah, of course. I mean, like, you're retiring as a wrestler. I mean, I'm saying, is he leaving AEW? I don't know if that's No, that's I don't the case. think he's going to leave AEW. Yeah. I really think that, like, he's uh, actually made him himself a home there yeah he's built a lot of relationships with a lot of backstage talent there yeah and that he'll probably want to pass on his knowledge for a couple more years before he completely calls it a day in a way he started and then like the, the, his rise to fame and the end of his illustrious career are all going to be <laughs> on turner broadcast network that that that, that, that to me is a is a whole other Turner Broadcast Station. That's, that's his career coming full circle. Isn't that? Ended yeah. any other way. Yeah. I mean, and he got his WWE run in there, and he got his TNA run, your favorite. Um, he couldn't have – I mean, his career couldn't have gone any better. I mean, yeah. mine, I mean, some would argue maybe that he should have had more wins in WWE. But you know what? To tell you the truth um, – I don't see how, like, even the wins take away from, I mean, uh, how the wins would have added to his legacy. Right, no. Because, in WWE, because at that point, Sting was already, like, an established legend. He I, did we everything. We already knew what Vince McMahon was going to do. Like, I mean, it's not like we walked into, we wanted Sting to win. Yeah. But it's not like we, we already walked into the matches knowing that the odds of him winning would have, were against him so we already knew that if he lost that we weren't going to lose the yeah. respect for him because we knew it was backstage politics mm -hmm. but that being said it would have been nice for Sting to get just one win in WWE there's not there's not a thing that's a petty thing I think by, by Vince like the trip by Vince yeah. not sad to see you go Triple H Sting at Mania it had to be Sting, man. Why did they give that? Why would Trip have to go? Like Trip, what do you have to gain from that win? Nothing. You're you're you didn't move up or down after that, like because you're the fucking C. Like no, CEO. that's the one he definitely needed to lose. I mean, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, Trips needed to lose. Yeah, because even before the injury or or whatever, I mean, I understand if you want to lose to Seth, that's fine. Put Seth yeah. over. He could, at the time when he, his heat yeah. was at an all-time high, he could definitely have used that rub even more. But Triple H, you're just 
you heard established legend already. That was a gimmick match and anyway. the fact of the matter is you work for the family that runs the yeah. company. You're guaranteed a spot no matter what. Why not be the bigger man and just give the guy his win, his one WWE win so you can walk away and say, I did something cool in WWE. I, I honestly don't think that was a Triple H call. That was that was a Vince call. But I think that I think that it's something that Triple H could have stood his ground on because it was coming towards the end of his career anyway. Yeah. So what if you get fired by Vince? He wouldn't you, have gotten fired. You're, and more so the reason why he yeah. should have took a stand. Yeah. But anyway, Mania, Mania is yeah. Anyway, so it's it is it is that the only, there's only two matches we never got to see out of Sting, uh, just because of companies being different. Uh, Taker match we never got to see, um, and it'll always just be in what if in his in both of their careers, and then um, one that many don't talk about, and mostly because the this this other half, uh, this these you know. Uh, he destroyed his own career. I know where you're going with yeah. this. The, the Warrior. Warrior. Exit stage left. Exit <laughs> stage right. Load up the rocket fuel. Load up the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's probably why. Um. Yeah. That might be why. Yeah. <laughs> that might be why they didn't do it. Uh. But you know, those guys started out together uh, as the tag team. Um. What were they called? The the Damn, I remember Blade Runners. The Blade Runners. That's a great name for tag team. That's the thing. They had great names for Warriors. Any anything Warrior did, his his branding was. We have yeah, to. Yeah, but his his personal name sucked. It was the Dingo Warrior. But no, that was dumb. But Ultimate Warrior was was cool. I thought that was a great name. Um, Sting being Sting, like Sting and Ultimate Warrior, they just needed a one off. Even in WCW, he was he went to WCW. Ultimate Warrior. But let's not even talk about the WCW run. The WCW run was set up for him to fail. I know. And, and it was just again he was he was getting the rub from Hogan. He, he was there for the bag. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. And he was there for Hogan to get up his come up, and that's it. They didn't care what they did with the Warrior there. And honestly, I don't think the Warrior cared what he did there either because he yeah. got his money and ran. And we also have him and his trap door to thank for. Um, shortening of the british bulldogs career yeah and um so thank you for that warrior no i'm just kidding rest in peace warrior but still that was really messed up what happened to uh, uh british bulldog as a result of the trap door they were supposed to use for the warrior yeah i agree uh anyway any last thoughts on this week and heading into so at the time of this recording this is the this is the 22nd of uh october we are heading into Monday uh, Night Raw tomorrow, so we shall see what this week of wrestling brings us. Um, any final thoughts, like Jerry Springer, on, <laughs> on on this week of wrestling news with everything we discussed? My final thoughts? TNA. <laughs> Get yourself some talent to represent your company. Well, that way the T and TNA could actually stand for talent instead of what Vince Russo meant it for it to stand for. So, that being said, thank Vince you, Russo. Vince Russo. Thank you, <laughs> Slap Nuts, Jeff Jarrett. 
for presenting us with a company with ups and downs. And thank you, Scott Lemoy, for bringing it back and making feel oh so happy about wrestling again. <laughs> Without that part of it, yeah, we're looking forward to a good week of wonderful and exciting wrestling. Some potential, um, excite, potentially exciting possibilities, and I'm all for it. And whose game is it? L.A. Night! Yeah! yeah.